Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionists and dietitians from Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We explain the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned for practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through real food nutrition. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We have a great show planned today called Body Signs of Common Mineral Deficiencies. Now, I think a lot of our longtime listeners already know that charley horses or muscle cramps of any kind, really, are often signs of a magnesium deficiency. But there are other signs and symptoms of having a deficiency of minerals like magnesium that we're going to share with you today. For example, sleep. If you're not sleeping well, it might be a magnesium deficiency. I'm Cassie Wienis, a registered and licensed dietitian. I'm also a full-time mom, except when I'm out presenting our nutrition message about the benefits of eating real food, either here on the radio or to both small and large groups. You know, sometimes my groups are as small as 10 or 11 people. Other times, the groups that I speak to might be 200 plus. But really, presenting to any size group is a lot of fun for me, especially when I'm presenting our life-changing real food message. Now, today I'm not alone in the studio. I have nutritionist Marcy Vasky with me as my co-host to talk about the importance of minerals for your health. Well, hello, and thanks, Cassie. It's, You're welcome. It's fun to be on the show again with you today, talking about minerals and the body signs of mineral deficiencies. I think it's so exciting, you know, because I love teaching people how to just listen to their own body to figure out what is going on. You know, we do this with in counseling, but we also do this when we teach some of these classes that we teach. You know, and sometimes the presentations that we give, they start as early as 7 a.m., but we've also started classes as late as 10, 30, or 11. Now, that would not be fun for I'm me. I'm sleeping by then. <laughs> yeah, I'm much more, you know, the early group. But what we're teaching our, our groups is how the benefits of real food, you know, and a lot of times we even do these lunch and learns, right? So over the midday um, and during the lunchtime hour. But like I said, I'm an early bird by nature. So I really do enjoy teaching those early morning classes. And I'm glad we have you on board because I wouldn't be the early bird person, but um, glad that you're out there teaching. I do a lot of the lunch and learns, which works great for me because I'm back home before the kids' school bus gets home. So Perfect. it works really great. And yeah, Marcy and I both love getting out and teaching this real food message. But, you know, I think back to my days in college. Sadly, I did not learn the real food message back in dietetic school. Back in those days, dietitians were taught to eat everything low-fat. And because I was all about living what I was preaching, I was eating low-fat. I lived on cold breakfast cereal. On any given day, if you opened up my fridge, you would see fat-free Yoplait yogurt lined Ooh. up in there, right? And I thought I was doing the right thing. I ate a lot of bagels. Mm-hmm. And heaven forbid I should put cream cheese or peanut butter oh, on my bagel. Sure. That would be fat, That would right? be ridiculous. So I would put jelly on my bagel. I drank a lot of diet pop. Really, back then, nutrition education was all about low fat, low calorie, weight loss. It wasn't really about health. 
But when I came to Nutritional Weight and Wellness 10 plus years ago, that's when I learned the benefits of eating real protein, eating real vegetable carbohydrates, and eating real healthy fats. And I quickly found that I feel so much better when I eat real food. I feel stronger, I sleep better, I have more energy. And probably part of why I feel better is that real food contains a lot of vitamins and a lot of minerals. Now that's a marvel thought, right? Just eat some real food. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have to ask our listeners, have you ever thought about what minerals actually do in your body? You know, we we mentioned this earlier, but if you have muscle cramps or those Charlie horses, you may be experiencing a deficiency in magnesium. And a lack of magnesium could also feel like chocolate cravings. Or what about the eye twitching, right? Um, Or sleep problems. Yes, those are all good examples of potential signs of a magnesium deficiency. Another really important mineral is zinc. And right now during the cold and flu season, zinc is so important for our immune system to build up a healthy immune system. Now, I want each of you to take a second right now and ask yourself, how many times have I gotten influenza or a bad cold so far this year? Maybe some of you not at all, but if you've gotten a bad virus or a bad bug more than once or twice this year, you may be deficient in zinc. That's right. And that stuff is going around. So um, another key mineral to talk about is iron. Now, what would you feel like if you were low in iron? You might experience some fatigue. Or what about restless leg syndrome? A lot of times we don't realize that that can correlate to some low iron. But adding foods rich in iron like spinach, beef, or sardines could really um, decrease that fatigue and your restless leg syndrome might simply just go away. So later in the show, we are going to discuss other body signs of low iron. Yes, that's an important one. It really is. And another common mineral that a lot of people become deficient in is potassium. So you're probably thinking, okay, what symptoms might I have if I'm low in potassium? Well, I've heard oftentimes people go into the doctor and say that their legs are so tired. Oftentimes they'll describe it as I have a hard time just walking up the stairs in my house because my legs feel so weak and tired by the time I get to the top. That sometimes is a potassium deficiency. And if time allows in this short hour, we're going to take a deeper look at all of these minerals. We'll talk more about the magnesium, a lot more about the zinc since it has to do with our immune system. As Marcy said, we'll talk more about iron, potassium, and I'm hopeful that we get to calcium as well. Yeah, there's a lot to get through, but I think what we should start with first is maybe just go through a short checklist of body signs to actually see if you have some of these mineral deficiencies. So I want everybody, if you're not in your car driving around, get a paper and a pen and maybe just number it one through 12. And we're going to go through a few of these. Perfect. Perfect. And then you can just put a check mark if it's a yes, and we can tally those up at the end. So we have 12 easy yes or no questions for you. Here's question number one. Do you crave chocolate? Now, I don't mean you like chocolate. I think most of us ladies especially like chocolate. But if you crave it like you have to have it, then you'd mark a yes. If that sounds like you, the mineral that you might be deficient in is magnesium. That's right. And number two, 
maybe it's um, not just chocolate, but maybe you crave a sweet dessert. Just a little something sweet afterward. If you do, that something sweet craving after a meal might be a deficiency in zinc. Amazing. So get your zinc up. Right. And you can get rid of the sweets. Here's question number three. This is an interesting one. Do you chew ice? I know. Now, when I say that, I just get the shivers because that would be awful to me to sit and chew ice. I think it would hurt. But I do know people that like to chew those ice cubes when they're done with their beverage. So if that's a yes for you, that you do choose ice, guess what mineral you might be low in? It's iron. Now, that might be a new thought for a lot of people, right? I think so. Okay, number four. If you have leg cramps, yes or no, what mineral deficiency might you have? Now, everybody might know this already because we've talked about it. But that would be a deficiency in magnesium. I remember when I was pregnant, I think it was with my first child. And I woke up in the middle of the night with one of those awful Charlie Mm. horses that make you scream. Mm -hmm. And I knew because I was working at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. So maybe it was my pregnancy with Marissa because I was working here. So I started a magnesium supplement the next day and they went away. Wiped it out. You know, I think that baby was requiring more minerals than I was than I was getting. Right. So yeah, magnesium for muscle cramps. Question number five, do you have trouble sleeping? If that's a yes, the mineral that you might be low in is magnesium. Again. That's right. You can see a little theme here about magnesium. It's pretty important. I like to call it the miracle. Very good. The miracle mineral. Yes. Okay, guys. Question number six, do you have low thyroid function? Yes or no? Now, this mineral deficiency could be zinc. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Here's one. Do you cry easily? Or do you have weak legs? Or maybe both. If you answered yes to both of those questions, the mineral that you might be deficient in is potassium. That's right. And number eight, this is something I have people come in and say, I salt everything. Yes. So if you are a salter of everything you are likely or could be deficient in potassium. Right. Question number nine, do you get sick often? Do you seem to catch every virus or bad germ that's being passed around the office? If that's a yes, the mineral that you might be deficient in is zinc. That's right. Or if you have acne, are you really struggling with um, some of that acne that just will not go away? Then your deficiency could again be zinc. And how about this one? You've lost your sense of taste or smell. I think of my mom who mm-hmm. took the zinc test at our office, simple mm-hmm. little test, and she was really low. And she always thinks when she's cooking, nothing has flavor. So she's salting or she's oh. putting Tabasco in. And oh, geez. there you go, zinc deficiency. That's right. And the last one, number 12, your nails are brittle. Yes or no? Well, this is going to be a new deficiency that we haven't talked about yet, but you might be low in calcium. Yes, and we'll be talking more about calcium. So tally up your numbers. We'll talk more about those when we get back from this commercial break. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Before we go to break, I want to let you know that if you or your child or your spouse has attention deficit issues that eating real food can really make a difference. And we have a seminar addressing just how nutrition can help with ADHD symptoms. So if you're interested, put this on your calendar for Saturday, March 17th. 
we will be presenting the seminar called The Food Connection to ADHD. It's going to be held at our Maple Grove, Minnesota office from 930 in the morning to 1 in the afternoon. And if you want more information or if you want to sign up, you can call 651-699-3438 or you can visit our website at weightandwellness.com. And if you have questions for us this morning regarding mineral deficiencies, Call us here at the studio at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. The weekend of January 26, 27, and 28, we are offering our weekend weight and wellness seminar. And throughout this weekend, you will learn about real nutrition from six different nutritionists. I'm actually going to teach the number three class, which is all about gut health. You'll also learn um, so many things like the healthiest mayonnaise you should buy, why insulin resistant leads to inflammation, how to eat to support positive moods and a good memory, and just a whole lot more. It really is just jam-packed full of great and amazing information that you'll be able to get also your nutrition questions answered. These classes do qualify for continuing education credits for nurses and social workers. And then plus, we do provide a great organic lunch and organic snacks each day. So we're teaching you actually even by example how to balance your own blood sugar. So if you want to know more or to sign up, call us at 651 699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com. All right. So when we went to break, we had just finished up with that 12-question quiz. So if any of you made little tally marks on your yeses, count those up and then see for yourself, did you have a yes to one or more of the questions about mineral deficiencies that we asked you on the other side of break? If you did then you are likely depleted in one or more minerals. Now, I want to talk about why. Because mm-hmm. yes. that's where my mind always goes is, okay, well, so I'm low, but I. you might be thinking, well, I eat pretty well. Why would I be low in magnesium? Or why would I be low in iron? So let's look a little bit at the whys. Certainly the answer is multifaceted, but I would like to talk first about sugar. And I know what you're thinking. We <laughs> always talk about sugar on Dishing Up Nutrition. But really, think about sugar and think about a typical breakfast for yourself on a weekend morning. Is it pancakes? Is it a muffin? Maybe you're sitting right, sitting down right now to a coffee and a big blueberry muffin. Ask yourself, am I wiping out my magnesium and my zinc with this coffee and this big breakfast muffin? Yeah, that's a great question to be asking, you know, because it is a fact that When we eat foods that are high in sugar, like those processed carbs, we really do deplete that magnesium, the zinc, the potassium and calcium that we're talking about. You know, so bottom line, sugar is depleting these minerals for us. Right. So sugar depletes minerals, but it's not just that that could be the problem. Drinking too much coffee or alcohol could be your problem. Mm -hmm. Coffee and alcohol act as a diuretic. Now, if anybody's not familiar with that word, a diuretic simply means that it makes you pee a lot. So if you're drinking a lot of coffee or a lot of alcohol, you're going to the bathroom more than you would otherwise, and you're peeing out those minerals, basically. Now, one or two small cups of coffee a day, so I'm talking 6 to 12 ounces total, that seems to be just fine for most people. 
But if you're drinking five or six or eight cups a day, I guarantee you, you're depleting your minerals. Yeah, for sure. You know, and here's another reason that we should think about too, why you might be depleting your minerals. And oftentimes we don't think about this, but if you sweat a lot, so if you are a heavy exerciser or just really sweat a lot in general, or you work outside, what happens is that you can deplete your minerals by sweating them out. And when you, we've also seen, you know, many clients with ongoing diarrhea is another um, issue of minerals being depleted and a variety of other body signs with those depletions. Good point. So yeah, if you sweat a lot or if you have chronic diarrhea, you know, hearing you talk about sweating, it reminded me of one of our fellow teachers, Mary Haugi. Mm -hmm. I remember her telling me when she first found nutritional weight and wellness and she was a client is when she kind of figured this out. She started eating the nutritional weight and wellness way, but she still craved something sweet after a meal. Right. And I don't know if she took a class and learned this or saw one of the dietitians and learned this, but she made the connection finally that she sweats a lot when she exercises and she exercises every week. Right. So she was losing zinc. Oh, how interesting. And she supplemented, started supplementing with zinc and that sweet craving for after a meal went away. But yeah. Well, if, just, oh yeah, just if a, you're a fun heavy way. Sweater. Yeah. If you're a heavy sweater, but a fun way to just, you know, be in tune with your own body like she was just really paying attention. Then at all of a sudden the answer does come to you. Right. With your body knowledge. talks to you. Yes. If, if you listen. So here's another one. I talked earlier about coffee and alcohol depleting minerals, but pop as well is another one of those beverages. Mm -hmm. Actually, the research has shown that pop leaches calcium from your bones. Now, that's scary when you think of all the teenagers out there drinking several cans of pop a day. That's right. I bet if, if we got those teenagers tested, if we got them a bone scan, I bet a lot of them already have thinning bones or if they don't have thinning bones now they will later in life if they don't make some changes and think about your own past history were you a pop drinker as a teenager if you were do you know what your bone density is or maybe you've already been diagnosed with osteoporosis there might be a connection there with all of that pop drinking in the past and that osteoporosis diagnosis and also i just want to throw in there as we talk about bones and bone health, be aware that if you're taking antacids or acid blockers on a regular basis, those are blocking the absorption of calcium. So when I talk about acid blockers, it's things like Prilosec, Prevacid, Nexium. I, the last time I looked, and I could be off by now, but the last time I looked, that group of acid blocking drugs was the number three top selling drug in this country. So I know a lot of you listening are on acid blockers or antacids. Just be aware it it stops that absorption or decreases that absorption of calcium and that can lead to osteoporosis. Yes, it's a good point, Cassie, to bring that up. You know, I think we should highlight zinc just a little bit more because it is flu season, so zinc is going to be really important as we talk through today. Um, you know, the viruses that are on us today, you know, why should we increase our zinc levels? Well, what happens is that zinc helps to increase our immune boosting properties. So that helps us again, fight those viruses, the bacteria, and even cancer. Now that's a powerful bit of knowledge right there. Mm -hmm. It can even help fight cancer. And really when I hear the news stories today about the influenza breakout, 
it it doesn't surprise me because we know the statistics, don't we, that 73% of American adults are low in zinc. That's right. And Marcy just said it. Zinc is so important for boosting your immune system, but 73% of us are low or deficient. It gets worse. 83%, 83% of kids in this country are deficient in zinc. Yeah, you know, that's just crazy. You know, and what what makes a lot of sense, that makes a lot of sense. You know, so that means basically three out of four people are deficient in zinc. So if you have a low level of zinc, you are more susceptible to getting one of those colds that are floating around or viruses. And that's a fact. Um, You know, and at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we like to back our statements with research. And this little bit of research is important. It has shown how zinc is beneficial for the immune system. A team of researchers from Ohio State University found that when there is not enough zinc available in your cells at the time of infection, you will experience excessive inflammation and then more symptoms, which explains why when you take zinc at the first sign of a cold, it does appear to help. And we at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, again, believe it's really important to take a zinc supplement daily to protect your immune system. So we're thinking about 50 milligrams a day is plenty. For an adult. For an adult. Right. I think 30 to 50, somewhere in that range is going to be helpful. You know, and we don't just believe this, as Marcy said, we put this into practice. At our house, we take a zinc supplement. And my son came down with influenza here, oh, a week and a half or two weeks ago. You know, we're all going to get sick sometimes, but he'd been taking zinc and he had the flu for three and a half days. Now, I've ran into adults here lately that have had influenza for two weeks. Right. So I am confident that him taking that zinc supplement was at least part of why he had a short duration. And I'm going to talk more about the science behind what Marcy was just talking about with zinc when we come back from break. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Before we go to break, I want to let you know that we have some really interesting and educational shows coming up in the next few weeks. Next Saturday, January 27th, Kate and Cara will be on Dishing Up Nutrition talking about sinus problems and sinus pain. So if you or a friend or a family member have sinus problems, tune into the show next Saturday or listen to this podcast. And then the following Saturday, February 3rd, Kate and I will be on talking about perimenopausal weight gain. And then on Saturday, February 10th, Joanne and I will share how to hydrate dry skin naturally and steps to have strong, healthy nails. And if you have an idea for a topic you'd like us to discuss here on the radio, or if you have suggestions on ways that we can improve, or if you simply want to give us a great story about how Dishing Up Nutrition has helped you to become a better, healthier person, you can drop us an email at email at weightandwellness.com, or you can write a review on iTunes. Again, questions regarding body signs of mineral deficiencies, call Marcy and I this morning at 651 641-1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, we are pleased to offer two new online classes. The first one, The Magic of Minerals, which was done by my co-host Cassie. And then also another one called Eating to Reduce Pain and Inflammation, which was taught by Leah Wetzel. I watched both classes and they really did a great, great job. 
so you won't want to miss them. Go to weightandwellness.com, click on nutrition classes, and then click online, and they'll be right there for you. Fun stuff to to view online and, and in your own time. I think people really enjoy that a lot. Such a nice service, both for our out-of-town, out-of-state, out-of-country people, but just for busy people. Oh, yeah. They can't make it to a specific location. Yeah. That's right, but still want the information. You know, we had a caller that called in, and she had a question about the coffee and alcohol that we were talking about as diuretics. And wondering if it's just all caffeine products in general that are diuretics. And yes, they are. So if you are drinking, you know, Red Bulls, for example, or those high five things, those there's so many on the market right now. But if you're drinking a lot of caffeine, you are depleting minerals. And even if you're drinking tea, caffeinated tea all day long, you know, a few cups is okay, but. Yeah, so caffeine is going to make you pee more and then you're going to lose minerals if you're doing too much. So we have a couple of callers online. Um, I think we should take, let's take Anne on line one. Anne, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You had a question for us this morning? Yes, um, I have chronic diarrhea, but I, and I also have all those uh, answered yes to just about everything you asked. Okay. And I'm wondering if there is a good... Um, uh, pill, vitamin, multivitamin that would take that would help a lot of that. Marcy, what do we have that well, is a complement of all the minerals? Well, I'm, you know, one that I think of right away is one of our multivitamins called uh, Alpha Base, which is a yes. really nice, well-rounded product. And we also have um, Reacted Multimin, which might be another good option for you if you are struggling with some gut health. Mm-hmm. So there's two. One is called Alpha Base. One is Reacted Multi-Min, Min, standing for minerals. Mm-hmm. But, you know, also we would highly recommend, Anne, that you consider a nutrition consultation because, you know, for now to get those minerals in with a supplement is a great idea in the short term. But your body's trying to tell you something with that chronic diarrhea. And I think one of our dietitians or nutritionists could really be helpful. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and uh, do you have that at your North Oaks office? That's the one I'm closest to. Yes, they do carry those products. Uh-huh. Okay, well, maybe I'll stop in one of these days and uh, check that out. All right. Sounds great. Thank you for listening. All right, in line two, we have Jane. Jane, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. What was your question for us this morning? Hi, thank you. I just turned you on a few minutes ago, so maybe you discussed this, but you talked about minerals that may be missing with certain cravings and the one thing that I crave and I'm a normal weight but um it's crispy salty things like I don't crave bread and even crackers but it's uh cheeses tortilla chips I just can't buy them because I won't leave them alone and then I won't be eating other things so what what might I supplement my diet with great question well, I think first you need to look at just balancing out your blood sugar because that's what we talk a lot about. It's not, you know, just being, you know, just taking supplements to take cravings away. That's not going to be the answer. It's going to be more, are you eating enough good protein, carb, and fat throughout your day? Um, do, do you I'm eat breakfast a, every morning, Jane? I usually have like a protein bar or I'll have a couple of hard-boiled eggs okay. while I'm sitting at my desk Okay. And then do you try to eat every three or four hours? I do. I take um, 
walnuts with me. So I'll have like a, hand, a handful of walnuts or almonds, some other nuts. That you, or I'll have a piece of fruit. I don't drink fruit juice, but I'll have a piece of whole fruit of some sort, usually an orange or an apple. Okay. Um, I'm not, I don't, I don't eat a lot of, um, I'm trying to beef up the protein, like adding tofu, because I'm, I will eat meat, but not a lot of it. I'm not a big meat eater, but I'm trying to get my protein another way with eggs, tofu, and um, rice and beans as a total, you know, yeah. complement. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, it sounds like you're, you're trying to pay attention. We would discourage you from the tofu because that is a really processed form of soy and, and soy can just wreak havoc in a lot of different areas of your health. But I love the eggs idea, you know, rice and beans together might work for you. Dairy, if you can tolerate dairy. But what it sounds like to me, and you can chime in, Marcy, is that first step really is getting into play what we call the magic number three, having a protein, a carb, and a healthy fat those three okay. things every three hours because that will really help to satiate you. And all together? Yes, yes, all together. They should all be together in order to balance your blood sugar. Protein, carb, healthy fat, each time you sit down to eat, whether it's a meal or a snack. Try that first. You can throw all the best supplements at your body, but if you're not, if you don't have that basis, they're not going to do their work. So try that, and then if you give that three, four, five days and you still have these cravings for salty foods, then it might be zinc, yep. as we talked about mm-hmm. earlier. So then you might want to try a zinc supplement. Does that help? Give me an example, a couple of examples of um, the kind of snack you're talking about. Because, you know, I think so, like a cup of yogurt or a cup of, you know, I, it's hard for me to think of all three of those combined. Sure. One of the snacks that I love to do that's really easy is to take some nitrate-free deli meat. So maybe mm-hmm. Applegate Organic or some Hormel nitrate-free deli meat. And then spread some full-fat cream cheese on that. So you can do three or four of those and roll them up. So there you have your protein and your healthy fat. And then if you just grab a clementine and have that as your carbohydrate, you have protein, carb, healthy fat. Another one that comes to my mind, Marcy, I'm not trying to hog the the microphone, but um, I just made deviled eggs yesterday. So that comes to my mind. If you had three or four deviled egg halves because you already have them you know, made up and in your fridge if you do that when you have some downtime. The mayonnaise in there is your healthy fat. The eggs are your protein. And then you could grab some carrot sticks for your healthy carbohydrate. Oh, that's awesome. I, it's hard for me to think of um, fruit and vegetables as carbs, but I guess they are. So thank yes. you very much. Yes. Well, great question. Good luck with that, Jane. All right. So we... I'm glad she asked about ideas because we get so like, don't you feel like, duh, right? Because we preach this and eat this and and it's our life. But sometimes people just need those simple ideas to get them started. They don't know exactly what we mean by that all the time. Protein, carb, fat. Right. Okay. So we were talking. We were talking um, about zinc. Yes. Zinc. (laughs) Zinc is kind of the the superstar here today because we're in cold and flu season. Um, And Marcy, you were mentioning, if I remember right, before we went to that last break, you were talking about that research out of Ohio State University that that shows that zinc is so important for boosting your immune system. For those of you out there that like the science behind the research, I just wanted to briefly explain how getting enough zinc wards off the inflammation and the symptoms of these nasty viruses. What these scientists at Ohio State University found is that there's a special protein 
that sort of lures zinc into specific cells. And these specific cells are considered our first responders against infection. And once inside the cell, the zinc then interacts with a process that is critical to fighting off the infection. And, you know, beyond that, it gets pretty, it gets into a lot of biochemistry. So I'll just kind of stop there. But I just wanted to share a little bit of the science behind that research. And I also want to make everyone aware that zinc deficiency affects 40% of the elderly in the United States, 40% of the elderly. So think about, you know, if you have a grandma or a parent in a nursing home, when that influenza virus goes around, that is scary stuff. Maybe, just maybe, a zinc supplement would help that population. And zinc is beneficial because if you do get a cold or, or get that nasty influenza virus, the zinc shuts down the inflammatory response. So you might very well get sick, as my son did, but it's going to be shorter duration and you're going to have fewer symptoms. Which sounds like a win-win a little bit, right? Exactly. You know, and there's other symptoms of low zinc too. And we kind of talked about this earlier, but one of them is that your sense of taste is altered. You know, so what does that feel like? Well, it may mean you crave sweeter or saltier foods. Um, So if you crave a sweet treat kind of after you have a meal, um, you may be zinc deficient. It might be that simple that you Mm -hmm. just need to eat some foods high in zinc or take a zinc supplement. I see we have a caller on the line. I think he's going to ask us more about real food that you can eat to bolster your zinc level. So we will take that caller when we come back from this last break. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. One more announcement here before we go to break. On Saturday, February 17th, Joanne, Chris, and Dar, Dar is the owner of Nutritional Weight and Wellness, those three ladies will be presenting the Menopause Survival Seminar at our Maple Grove, Minnesota location. I really encourage you to sign up soon if you're at all interested because this seminar fills up fast. And if you have a friend that you know would be interested, bring them too. It's always helpful to have a friend along hearing the same information and that can be your support person when you leave. So if you want to sign up or if you just want to learn more, you can call the office at 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com and stay with us. We'll be back. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. We have a couple more online classes that I would like to mention quick here. We have a great gluten-free class called Going Gluten-Free the Healthy Way, and that's taught again by Cassie, um, a mother of two who are actually gluten and dairy intolerant. And we also have our Nutrition for Weight Loss series online, which includes 12 individual classes and a two one-hour appointments for you with one of our certified nutritionists or dietitians. So again, sign up or to get for more information, just go to weightandwellness.com and call us at 651-699-3438. We have hit a popular topic. Oh, well, everybody likes to know about minerals I'm, and vitamins. I'm so glad because I just didn't know if we'd have callers today, but we've gotten a lot of callers, a lot of questions. If we don't get a chance to get to your call, we apologize because we still have a lot of bullet points here that we wanted to get through um, surrounding today's topic. But um, I do want to mention quickly, somebody called in, didn't want to go on the air, wondering a healthy mayonnaise that they could go out and buy. That's right. And a lot of times we will recommend a brand called Hain or any um, mayo that has safflower oil 
in, in its it. ingredient list. Yeah, yeah. Stay away from the soybean oil. Stay away from the canola. Look for a safflower oil, which is what the Hain, H-A-I-N brand has. And you can get that at most, Cub and most stores. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much anywhere. Um, and then one lady was traveling, I think to Brazil, but traveling and wanted to know a healthy supplement she could take along. And I thought, Marcy, you had a great suggestion. Well, I think just keep it simple and you want to keep your gut healthy with some good probiotics. So Bifido Balance would be a great option. You know, I would take one or two, three times a day. Yep. Um, and that should keep off some bad bugs. Because if you keep your gut healthy, it really goes a long way in keeping your whole body healthy. And I know we have a caller on the line, and I can tell from the notes he's wondering about foods to help boost your, your zinc levels. And we're going to talk about that. Yeah, we're going to so, dig in. So let's talk more about zinc. I think, um, you know, we've talked about that if you're craving salt, that might be a zinc deficiency. So there's a real biochemical reason you're low in zinc and you crave salt i mean our bodies speak to us like we said before if only we will listen i know right sometimes it's hard to do um but another sign of low zinc will be if you struggle with acne studies have shown that zinc can be as effective for acne as an antibiotic and of course we all know it's a lot safer than taking that antibiotic And I'm sure you've seen teenagers drinking soda with acne breakouts all over their faces, right? Yes. You know, and so we want to remember, again, that that soda depletes minerals, causing these teens to be deficient in zinc and therefore having acne. Exactly. And the list goes on. If you're deficient in zinc, another potential body sign is that you might have fertility problems. Mm -hmm. Or here's one. Do you hate to drive at night because you have poor night vision? That very well could be zinc. Or I want you to hold up your hands in front of your face right now, unless you're driving, but if you're at home, hold up your hands, nails facing you. Do you have white spots in the beds of your fingernails? That's a zinc deficiency. And here's another one, hearing loss. Now, sometimes, like with my dad back home, I grew up on a farm, he drove a lot of tractors without a cab when he was a boy, and he's losing his hearing. So it's not that hearing loss is always caused by low zinc, but sometimes. So these are all signs of low levels of zinc, and men out there listening, an enlarged prostate may also indicate low levels of zinc. So I think it's pretty obvious. Zinc is a really important mineral. That's right. And so not only, you know, taking zinc supplement can help, but what foods can you be eating? You know, because a lot of people just want to increase their zinc by eating some better food. Uh, You need at least 11 to 13 milligrams of zinc a day. So and, and of course, more if you have some of those lifestyle habits that deplete the minerals, like the heavy exercise or drinking too much soda or too much caffeine. Um, So what about, or even taking those diuretic medications? Right. And what would some of those be, Marcy, for people that might not know? Well, one would be that spironolactolone. Yep. Is one. And then um, hydrochlorothiazide, which is often the first drug a doctor will prescribe for high blood pressure. That's a diuretic medication as well. Yeah. So just kind of pay attention to your lifestyle and then, of course, what medications you're on. But foods that are high in zinc are things like beef, chicken, seafood like oysters, crab, don't forget sardines. I mean, who doesn't want to eat a can of that a day? And pumpkin seeds, you know, another great way to get some good zinc in. 
those are all great sources of zinc. So hopefully we answered that caller's question because food first, that is our philosophy. It really is. Try the food first. And if that doesn't get rid of your symptoms, then it's time to try a supplement. Remember, as I stated earlier in the hour, 73% of the American, the adult American population is deficient in zinc. And here we are in the midst of cold and flu season. So again, we highly recommend adding a zinc supplement this time of year. Certainly it's important to focus on those foods Marcy just mentioned, but it's just good insurance during cold and flu season to also take a zinc supplement. I recommend that you take it at bedtime. Minerals tend to be better absorbed in the evening hours and vitamins are more effective in the morning. And if you're an adult struggling with acne, we would recommend that you take somewhere between 30 and 50 milligrams of a zinc supplement each day. Try that for about six months. Of course, also reduce your sugar consumption and, and stop drinking pop if that's one of your habits. And I know we had a caller that didn't want to go on air um, that was wondering, I, I think she was 50-something years old, and she was wondering how much zinc to take. And I would say the same for her, oh, I acne or regardless. I mm-hmm. think 30 to 50 milligrams of a zinc supplement daily is a great choice. That's right. Um, And we know it's really important um, to understand that all of your cells need zinc at some level. But one tissue in particular needs 10 to 15 times more zinc than any other tissue, and that's the prostate. So biochemically, zinc acts as a tumor suppressor, and therefore sufficient zinc will make it less likely for abnormal cells to multiply and become cells that create a tumor. That's a powerful mineral. Wow. So zinc makes it less likely for abnormal cells to multiply and become cells that create a tumor. Valuable information for a lot of listeners, I'm sure. And we talked earlier about how zinc supports your sense of taste. You know, oftentimes as people age, well, even younger people for that matter, but Mm -hmm. we often see it in the older population that they lose their appetites. And most nursing homes know this, that that's often low zinc. And so the nursing homes will use zinc to help their patients regain that desire to eat, basically. But like I said, this can happen with younger people as well. Sometimes teenagers who have lost their appetite can be low in zinc. And it's just such a simple solution to restore that appetite. Just get them on a zinc supplement. Yeah, you're right. You know, and I think it's about time to talk about another mineral really quickly. And that's the iron, that iron deficiency. And about, even though only 4% of the people in the U.S. are iron deficient, and mostly they are made up of women, you might be experiencing a lot of fatigue. Or, as we said real early on in the show, that restless leg syndrome. So if you get into bed and your legs just keep moving, it's just frustrating. Sometimes it just aches and hurts. And it's really disruptive for people's sleep. So low iron could be a a reason for some of that. It it could very well be a simple solution. Get your iron up. Other signs of low iron would be cracks in the corner of your mouth, chronic ice chewing, a lack of focus, and then like Marcy mentioned, feeling weak and tired. So if you're experiencing any of these symptoms, please have a blood test done by your doctor to check both your hemoglobin and your ferritin levels. 
Don't let them just run the hemoglobin because sometimes that comes back normal, but then your ferritin, which is a reflection of your body's storage form of iron, could be low. Now, the ideal ferritin level is right around 70. That's kind of your sweet spot. I think if we can get somewhere between 40 and 80, you're going to be feeling good. But again, low ferritin, and you might be extremely fatigued, have low moods, lack of concentration. That's right. You know, and and we, you might be wondering again, who has these low iron levels? And I mentioned just a bit ago, it's women who have uh, heavy menstrual bleeding could be one or people with digestive problems, especially those with celiac disease or gluten sensitivity or pregnancy can often be the cause of some low iron levels as well. So insufficient protein in your diet may be another reason. Yes. And again, our goal at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is to help each and every person experience better health through eating real food. It's a simple but very powerful message. Eating real food is life-changing. Thank you for listening and have a healthy day. Thank you.